Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does, they charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Open your hearts. Loosen your butts. It's time for Couples Therapy! Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situations and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex regrets or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's Hello, everyone, and welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Naomi. My name is Andy. And we're a real-life couple. A real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we answer a couple of questions from a couple of different listeners. Ooh. Well, well, well. That's a fun voice. I feel like I could be in a Popeye's commercial. <laughs> like a little bit like, you know, it's like the new two-piece bucket. You know, like I had that kind of feel to it, uh -huh. I think it felt like to me. Two-piece bucket made out of... The bucket itself is made out of biscuits. Oh, God, that would be delicious. That's actually... You've heard of bread bowls. Why don't we have biscuit buckets? <laughs> biscuit buckets. What would buy? Let's go on Shark Tank immediately. And they'll be like, why are you contributing to the obesity epidemic? Well, because. Because why not enjoy the time hungry. you have on this planet? <laughs> because by we're hungry and we love biscuits. Biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, I, I, we have so much stuff. This, is, this intro is jam-packed. Right. Right, we've got we got a great episode today. So sure. I want to launch right into it. First of all, Naomi, someone called in with a comment. Do you remember last week's episode with Zoe Lister Jones? Absolutely, I never forget. I'm gonna I'm not gonna say anything more, but uh, we we got some hijinks in that intro, and someone called in to comment. Andy and Naomi, this is longtime listener Natasha from North Carolina. While I don't have a very pronounced Southern accent. 
the way we say Marlboro is as if both parts of the word have the letter L. So Marlboro, Marlboro. You gotta love regional pronunciations. Am I right? <laughs> okay, you're welcome. Bye. Okay, that was wonderful. I did say I wanted someone to tell me how to pronounce it. Marlboro. Marlboro. <laughs> Still not getting it right, but I really heard it when when you said it. So thank you so much. Also, your voice was buttery as well. Mm-hmm. Perhaps a little radio yeah. happening? Yeah. How about I send you all of my lines? You say them and I'll then add them back into, into the, the episode. episode. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> Uh, so also, do you remember in Zoe's episode, someone called in and their friend is 19. They have a fake ID. Yes. They got them hooked up with a fake ID and now they're out here just drunk as a skunk. Well, another caller called in with a comment and had some thoughts that maybe we didn't think of. Okay. So here we go. Hey, Andy and Naomi. Uh, first off, I love this show so much. Uh, that was an alarm on my phone, but, um, I... I'm responding to the caller who has a friend that has some issues with binge drinking. That's a dog in the background. (laughs) So sorry. Um, I myself have been through that a lot. Um, When I was younger, it wasn't until I was about 32 that I really got a hold of my binge drinking. For some folks, there's actually a part of the brain called the nucleus accumbens that kind of lights up when it has alcohol and you kind of lose your inhibition and, Lots of stuff happened. Okay. Well, this was a wash. But anyway, um, maybe they could figure out together. Oh, my dog's acting a fool. Maybe they could figure out together what this person's limit is by saying, like, okay, we're going to have one drink an hour. We're going to have water in between. Um, things that worked for me were those things. So good luck. It was very nice. Mm-hmm. I'd like to hear more from the dog. <laughs> Mabel I'd like to know. reacting. I know. Mabel also growled a bit when she heard that. She was like, wait a minute. Who's here? <laughs> but thank you so much for that <laughs> feedback. <laughs> I love the question. The dog just kept jumping into the conversation. I know. Okay. And now we got two updates, Naomi. Updates. Updates of people we gave advice to. This first one from Zoe's episode. We love it. This was uh, from the person who was uh, in a poly relationship that ended and they were still living together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hello, this is not worth a follow-up phone call yet, but I just listened to myself get some really great advice on Zoe's episode. I'm the person whose poly relationship ended, still living with the ex-partner and finding nothing. And I think in the most beautiful way possible, you all confirmed I'm not ready. I'm having a great time by myself. I'm in a new city where I've joined a choir and a dance class and I'm meeting people on Bumble BFF, which is a friendship app. And I have so much time and energy for all of that. But listening to Naomi suggest just trying someone out for a coffee and a cupcake was exhausting in itself. (laughs) I don't think I'm ready. But when I have the spoons to try out someone romantically who hasn't absolutely bowled me over with the profile, I will re-listen and try it out. Thank you so much. That really helped. We love that. We love that. It's sometimes you just got to hear it to be like, oh, there's nothing I hate more. It's like when you're like, I don't know. What do you want for dinner? And then someone says something and you're like, not Thai. <laughs> you know, like whatever it is. Like, so you start to kind of whittle it down by elimination. So, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I want stuffed crust burgers. Stuffed crust burgers. Ugh. Ugh, that's too far. Stuffed crust. Anything is too far for me. I know. I don't like a stuffed crust. Now, Naomi, I think this was maybe rivers episode i can't remember is a bunch back there was a woman she was in a relationship with another woman she thought that woman was her 
everything. And then there was an older lesbian yes, couple. Yes, that, yes, yes, yes. It like, was like A and M. There and were a lot a, of like B. initials. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, she has called in with an Wow. Hi, Andy and Naomi and guest. So I just feel like I should call and try to redeem myself a bit. Um, this is, I don't even know what I left as a name because it was such a mess. But I called about that whole messy situation. It was very vulgar. I was very high and not well. <laughs> but a year has gone by, and I just thought it would be interesting to update. You totally don't have to play this. But things are amazing. I really needed to just get therapy and not call into a podcast. So I did that. Uh, now I'm medicated. Great things are happening. Let go of all that anger. So I just wanted to say, in case anyone's listening and has been cheated on or hurt or in a weird situation, that, like, it gets better. I know that's really cliche and dumb, but just, like, focus on yourself, and that's the only thing you can do. Don't get engaged at 23. <laughs> um, and also, as an update with that situation, with the older friends, we are no longer friends, really. I kind of started – I didn't ghost them, but I addressed boundaries, and they weren't really respected. They also ended up dating a 20-year-old, and they're 40, and I was I told them I was very uncomfortable with that. And, uh, yeah, so don't uh, – if you're in your 20s and someone's in their 40s, it's it's not appropriate. Uh, yeah, so I just wanted to give a little update. I'm doing great. <laughs> Thank you guys for not making fun of me very badly. <laughs> Have a good day. Doing great. On medication, doing great. I love those uh-huh. kind of updates. Uh-huh. I'm going to say this. Go to therapy. Get on medication if you need it. Also call into a podcast. Absolutely. Also. It is a three-pronged approach. Specifically okay? us. Specifically, Specifically this one. Us. But that's Absolutely. great. I love to hear that people I are know. thriving. I know. We love it. It's so funny. Well, Andy, I feel like I'm in a good place emotionally now, mm. feeling as though our work is not for naught. Yeah. So why don't we help some more people? Who is our guest today? Well, our guest is the host of the podcast Natch Butte, Jackie Johnson. We were recently on hers. We had a fun crossover afternoon where we just got into it. And we got a little, st- a little interesting tidbits out of Jackie. Yeah. And this I- is great. She's great. So without any further ado... Roll it. Jackie, we met you at a party and we're charmed. I'm really good at first impressions. (laughs) It was a delight talking to you and your husband. And when uh, full transparency, when uh, Sarah, our friend at ACAS, suggested that we cross over, I was like, oh, yeah, we met Jackie. She's great. So, That's what Andy said. I'm that happy the, that I'm happy that we got brought together. It was the universe. We have so many muchies. It was about time. It was so unexpected. Now, Jackie, though, okay, let's talk about this. Okay, let's get direct. Okay, yeah, you're a hot girl. You're like, I'm I'm a white woman. I'm like alabaster. I'm mm-hmm. slender. I'm mm-hmm. pregnant, but it just looks like I ate a big meal. <laughs> but the way you talk belies your appearance uh-huh. if you will it's a I've very different vibe bi- yeah, yeah i'm sure you I've have been told that uh-huh it's a very different vibe and so i was kind of like what's going on here where did you grow up yeah what's happening uh-huh to make you both like i'm hot and fancy but also like maybe i'm from the jersey part of the south mm-hmm Wow, I wonder if you would call Garland, Texas, the Jersey of the South. I wonder What's if that's going that... on there. Well, Garland, Texas is not one of the main cities, so I'm already concerned. 
So I'm from Garland, Texas. Garland is a suburb of Dallas. If okay. you've ever seen suburb King of, of the Hill, they they live in Arland, Texas, which is based on my hometown. Okay. My father is Hank Hill. <laughs> my father wears a white t-shirt and jeans and has a beer belly and like drinks Coors Light and looks at the lake with his friends. Like uh-huh. that is that's my culture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I actually have Laotian neighbors, just like the hills. So you no. literally grew up in King of the Hill. L- pretty much, yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. My mother lives in a single wide. Uh, so very, that's my vibe. I, I, I hope that answers your question. It does. It does in a way. But obviously you had, you were a girl with big dreams beyond Garland, Texas. Mm-hmm. That's right. We all left our hometowns for a reason, didn't we? Damn, you really put out your interviewers cap. (laughs) I know. I was forced to leave my hometown. I'm from New York. Nobody wants to leave there unless they're just like, I'm too broke right now. Yeah. I think that's the only reason why you leave New York. You either like are like, oh, I was uh, mugged or attacked and Mm -hmm. I'm done. Or you're like, I don't have this money. And I'm like, okay, those are two valuable reasons. So then you go to LA, which is known for their frugal way of life. God, what a sick town. (laughs) Don't get me started. This is a terrible place. Yes, we 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 try not to bash LA. Yeah. (laughs) On recorded media, we used to have an LA hate jar where mm-hmm. every time we would say something hateful about this town, we would have to put a dollar in the hate yeah. jar and then we would donate that to at the end of the year. A local LA food bank. Yeah, yeah. Sela, like, I think, was our thing. Yeah, we did Sela, yeah. Um, I don't know what it says about me that I've been in LA 16 years <gasps> and wow. I just bought a home here. So I hate LA, but I'm buying into it, it's fair to yeah. say. So what does I've, that say about me? Well, the fact is I want to buy into it. I think yeah. I might like it more if I, because like, again, once I realize we just live in the suburbs, if I'm going to be in the suburbs, I need to be in a nice suburbs. I, yes. need the, I need, you know, what I feel like I have right now is the worst of both worlds, which is yep. the quietness uh, and creepiness and inability to get a meal after 930, mm-hmm. like the suburbs, you know, I mean, like. The suburb, but at the same time, you have all the sketch, danger, broken glass, and used condoms of a city, and yes. that I don't really need. That's not yes. not what I'm here for. No, we gotta we gotta get y'all in inward a little more. I know, I know. Now, Jackie, you said when we came to visit you on your podcast, Natch Butte. Yeah, you mentioned having been married once before. Yeah, yeah. Um, now. Here's the thing I noticed. I looked at your gram real quick, and you posted a yeah. picture recently where you were like recreating my night. 2020 or 2019 picture on Raya. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can we talk about Raya? Can yes. we talk about also the speed with which you found yes. your now husband? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's get into it. Because I was on a mission. I, exactly. And also yeah, like yeah. Raya. So consider you king of the hill, you Raya too. Yeah. So that's yeah. exactly <laughs> the perfect fair. explanation of fair, who you fair. are. Yes. Well, I was honestly shocked that I was approved on Raya because a ton of my friends had said they were on wait lists for years. And these are friends with Emmys. These are friends with huge careers. Like I didn't know if they would approve me and they did. And I was shocked. And I kind of went into it. I had been with my ex for eight years. I had been completely off the dating scene. I didn't know Mm -hmm. anything about apps. I missed all that. I missed the tenders, the swindlers, the grinders, Mm -hmm. the winders. I missed it all. Absolutely. So when they approved me on Raya, I was like, well, this might be fun. I'm just going to fuck around on here. But I really, truly, to be honest, honest got on raya in hopes of running into ben because Wait, i kind of yeah yeah i kind of made it my mission to go out with him <gasps> wait okay no! sorry yeah, yeah. go back a little bit when yeah. did you meet ben okay so i met ben in 2013 at a party i was with my ex and we barely spoke i mean we he sat down next to me we talked for maybe 15 minutes 
-hmm. but I just got a good vibe. And I believe at the time he did ask my friend about me and she was like, she lives with her boyfriend. And then Ben was like, oh, well, then she was right. just, he thought I was flirting with him to try and get in a Funny or Die video because he used to be a Funny or Die producer. <laughs> and I, I, I'm like a Funny or Die video hoe. Like he's like, oh, he's, she's trying to get in my four logo sponsored video and get a hundred dollars for 15 hours of work. Like that's what he thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, we just, and then I followed him and then we just were acquaintances for many years. But you mean followed time, him on social media. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yes, exactly. I followed him in my car a few times, but he yeah, didn't see yeah, me. Uh -huh, That's the key. Uh -huh. You got to be slick about Safe it. Safe distance, yeah. Yes. Um, but no, he he was at parties every once in a while. We always would have a chat. I just thought he was cute and I was fond of him, but I didn't know my marriage was going to end. I really, truly had no clue. But mm. when it did, I swear at one point he flashed in my head. Like I was just like, I wonder if Ben Sheehan has a girlfriend. I didn't know. What? If he was seeing anyone, I didn't know what his deal was, but I was just like, if he's single, I'm going to try. Can I I'm interrupt? Try. Yeah. How, how long after the divorce did he did flash? That, did that flash in your head? Well, I was still married. We were separated. So okay. not long. Uh-huh. Not long. But I was, I was, you know, I had a pretty, pretty traumatic divorce and I now know that it was, it's called hypervigilance. It's a post-traumatic stress syndrome where you just want everything to be fixed and you would do everything, you know. So I was like, I'm going to therapy twice a week. I'm going to get a husband. I'm going to have a baby. I'm going to get married. I'm not mm. going to let this stop me because that's what happens sometimes when you go through something traumatic, you're on the ground and you open your eyes and I saw what I wanted. I saw a family. I saw a house. I saw a husband. I was like, oh shit, I do want kids. I do want this. I, I had convinced myself I didn't because... I just knew I didn't want to have kids with my first husband. I just, my body knew, you know? Mm. So, so I was just like, well, I'm going to find a husband. I'm just going to, I'm going to get it popping. I was 34. I'm like, it's time. How old were you when you met the first, when you started a relationship with the first guy? 25. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, and so I would you... say I was a young 25 as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so then... that's quite, quite a long time. Yeah. Really formative years of a woman's life, 25 yes. to 34. But then, I mean, I guess and that's what I'm surprised by, that you then get out of that time and you're finally free to do your own thing, kind of yeah. be like, okay, what do I like? What am I about? But it sounds like you pretty quickly were like fixed on your now husband yeah. and being in another relationship. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, <laughs> I, was, I didn't really plan that. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just was like, I, I went to South by my attribute. My podcast was at South by that year. And I was on the plane there with Beto O'Rourke. So okay. I took a photo of Beto and then I texted it to Ben. And, Cause he like, he's into politics. Of course, he, yeah. he had a photo with Beto. I think he actually did a fundraiser with him. So I was like, this is my in. I'm going to just chat him up. I'm just going to see if he has a girlfriend, like whatever. Did and, Beto uh, O'Rourke have his uh, skateboard with him? <laughs> <laughs> on he the did not. He did not, but that's disappointing, isn't it? <laughs> but I just texted him and I was like, maybe we could get lunch. And our, we've had this conversation now. He's like, I thought that was really interesting. We've never had lunch. We've never had <laughs> the two of us, you know? But I also, at that time, I had, I had uh, submitted myself for Raya and they let me on. And I was, I fucked around on Raya a little bit. I went on on some dates, but 
I really, really got on there just to see if I would run into Ben, like 100%. What? I wasn't ready. I don't think I was ready to date. I would go on a date with a guy in Raya, and I would start getting like really sweaty and nervous, and I would be like, I got to go. Like, I just wasn't ready. But yeah. Ben is my soulmate. Like, and I just, again, didn't know that. I didn't know any of that at the time. And, and we started, we went out a couple times, and I was like, wow, that felt great. But my instincts had been gaslit out of me for eight years. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was feeling and it seemed a little too easy. So I was yes. just like, you know what? Slow this down. You you know, you got a lot of work to do on yourself. And I was convinced that it was all in my head, but Ben did a really good job of uh, affirming how I was feeling. He was like, this feels really special. This feels mm. really great. And I'm like, Oh, so it's not just me. I'm not, you know, he's like, no, this is really nice. Like, so what is this 2019 though? I'm trying to get the mm-hmm. timeline. 2019. Yeah. Okay. All right. And how quickly was he like, this is nice. Affirming pretty how many- quick, pretty quickly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and again, that can be a red flag. Yes. You yes, got yes, it. Yes. So I don't think it was, I don't think it was too early. It wasn't like the yeah. first date, <laughs> but we just really stayed in communication. I was in, again, therapy twice a week still. I was like, listen, I know this is early, uh, and this is, you know, a thing. And I talked to my therapist a lot about it, and she was like, you know, you were honestly grieving your first marriage while you were in it. Hmm. I didn't even know that I was. I mean, I used to, this is dark, but I know other people have done this. I would, like, have visions of my ex's funeral. Like, I would have visions of, getting the call that like oh he's he's been in a car accident or something isn't that fucked up no it's Ugh. i mean yeah it's it's i think that's like a, a regular response like when i was in this is not the same thing but when i was in grad school and my body was trying to tell me that like you don't want to be doing this yeah i would have these visions of like people like shooting me with arrows yeah. and guns mm. as i yeah. would go running at, at night or in the evening and that's the visions that would go through my head and i'm like why am i and only like later am i like oh right you were trying like something inside yes. you would be like this is this experience you're going through is not what you want to be yeah. doing it's, it's awful. killing you yeah yes. killing you. yeah yes. and i couldn't but i couldn't like vocalize that or verbalize that so I- it just came in these like images in my head I know my therapist said it was, I wanted to leave. I wanted to escape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Said, Wait, do you mind if I ask, like, tell, whatever you're comfortable talking about, but like yeah. what happened with your first husband? It, uh, this person was like a comedian or something? Yeah. You don't have to I, tell her name. I don't... It, it's too dark to really get into here, but it was bad. It was real bad. And I didn't know it was bad, you know? Mm. Like, it's one of those things that, you know, I was saying my parents are like Hank Hill the, the mental health uh, of the hills is not really <laughs> what they're known for. They're yeah. not known for being supportive parents that really <laughs> nurtured their children's mental health. So I just grew up not realizing boundaries, mm-hmm. not knowing that I could truly be happy. I didn't really, I feel like I just, like I said, I was 25. I desperately wanted to be married because Mm. my parents' marriage was so bad that I was like, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. See what I got? I got Mm -hmm. a good marriage, okay? So I didn't even know it was bad. And Mm -hmm. I just put up with it. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, that's what marriage is, is. Right? It's just not fun and you're unhappy <laughs> and you're treated like crap and you're walked all over and uh, gaslit yeah, and like you know, all that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it wasn't good. 
And then was it you, though? Were you the person who initiated ending the marriage? Yes. Okay. And was that through, were you doing therapy at that time? Is that kind of what got you there? You know, it's interesting. The only couples therapy I've ever done was one session with my ex mm-hmm. where he lied to all of us in the room. Like, oh God, it was, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then that was it. So I was when, when we were talking about doing couples therapy, I was like, couples therapy, I've only been in one couples therapy session and it was, uh, interesting. Mm. <laughs> what, but that couples therapy session, is that when, were you, were you guys ending the marriage at that point? Yeah. Or was this when you were like, Let's no, work no. it out. Okay. I tried to get him to go many times and he uh-huh. would not go. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but huge red flag. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can't huge. get a man. Honey. Oh, I say a man who doesn't go to therapy is a terrorist. Okay? <laughs> yes. And no. Hundred percent. Strong, but it's like when you actively choose not to work on yourself and you know you yes. got you know you out here. Yes. How dare you? Yes. How dare you? Oh, the CIA I, uh, is filled with. Men who did not go to therapy. Absolutely. Yes. They're trying yes. to control everything else. What'd you say? Hypervigilance? Yep. This is it. When you're not handling the trauma. Yes. Um, okay, so basically, so yeah, your therapist having kind of saying like you were kind of already out when you were in at yes. the tail end, which yes. is why then once you finally got with Ben, not necessarily ready, but it's like Well, it was hard. Getting over a, a bad marriage while entering a new relationship, I don't recommend that to yeah. people. It's yeah. not easy. It was not, but it just that's the timing of it, and yeah. it is what it is. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying like they crossed each other in the driveway yeah, yeah, yeah. with no, their no, boxes. No, no, no. It wasn't that <laughs> soon, but it was certainly early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but again, I was I had grieved a lot, mm-hmm. and. I, at that point, I was convinced that I was running out of time, and you know, which yeah, which is again yeah, yeah, yeah. very silly. But it all worked out. I'll say that it did. But at the same time, like, I'll, wait, because you were like, okay, I really want to have a family, and I really want kids. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess what I don't know. Even know what I'm trying to ask, <laughs> Andrew. You have a question because I don't well, know I, yeah, I have a question. I'm curious about like your dating history prior to your ex. Yeah, is it? The, were you dating the same kind of yeah. guys? Yeah, yeah. So it's all the same kind of like. Well, it was not not good. Yeah. So I won't even say his name, but my boyfriend before my ex husband has now been canceled from the comedy world for like assault and abuse. Okay. Not a good guy. So mm-hmm. I went from that. Mm-hmm. to my ex within five months mm-hmm. and t- he looked great compared to that guy right you know right, right right um so i just really needed to do the work that i had been neglecting my entire life <sighs> yeah mm-hmm. and yeah. really knowing my own first of all recognizing red flags putting up boundaries why was i attracting this type of person why was i mm-hmm. attracting like manipulative abusing narcissists Right. I had to figure that shit out. And I finally did. <laughs> Do you mind if I ask? Why, like, why were you? It? Yeah. Why were you attracting manipulative abusive um, narcissists? Well, again, it would come back to childhood, wouldn't it? Mm. It would come back to the home you were raised in and the people around you. And what you used to. And those, those kind of issues. You know, mm-hmm. there's people that have addictions. Mm-hmm. And growing up in a home like that, 
you mm-hmm. you as a child those are the behaviors that are normalized in front of you and mm-hmm. just that's all i can think of yeah yeah, yeah you yeah. know just mm-hmm. all of those things and my parents were divorced and they openly hated each other and uh and nobody gave a shit, really. Like that's what it felt like. It just felt like we were on our own the whole time. And the kids, so you I, mean the kids? Yeah. So yeah. I just grew up being like, well, needs. What are those? Uh huh. You know. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always been extremely self sufficient in that way. And the the concept of like somebody fulfilling needs and like <laughs> listening to what you need and help right. like that just that just never existed. I never. I didn't even know that was a thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is great, you know. Listen. Well, no, I'm pretty mean, wild, you, huh? Yeah, but like, I mean, I think that's the. I think your story is somewhat typical. Yeah. Right. Right. You you didn't like. This isn't like uh, you're you're telling us something where I'm like uh like blown away. Like you're you're not weird is what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. But I also feel a lot of people from our same age group, especially like growing up in the '90s in Texas. Nobody, that's not what our parents did. Our parents right. didn't say, are you okay? Right. Do you want to talk to someone? Right. That's not what they did. So, yeah. yeah, you're right. I'm not alone in that way. Now, after, so you and your now husband got together in March 2019-ish, ish. Mm-hmm. when did you guys get married? Right, because we talked about this, like, pre, like, pandemic? Like, you know what I mean? Like, was yeah. it, like, right before, during the pandemic? During the pandemic. We, so we... We started dating in like May of 2019. We got engaged May 2020. We got married February 2021. Okay. So it wasn't like a shotgun wedding. It wasn't like we got married three months after we started. Like, so, you know, I put in, I would say I put in a decent amount of time. It was a knife wedding. It was a knife. (laughs) Yes. Fair. But Fair. I guess what I wonder is, as you said, yes, you did do the work, but there is a difference between doing internal work and then putting that internal work into practice. Yes, 100%. Right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm saying, you know, and one of the things that I'm always very interested in with people is like kind of like, no, how do you know when the person you're with is your person? Yeah. I think especially when, as you said, you know, you have been gaslit, you have, mm-hmm. you know, not really seen the modeling of what a good yes. relationship is, because yes. that's certainly something that for me, I... It took me a while with me and Andy. Like, I was constantly just like questioning it and second guessing it. Yes. And very like, you know, and also because this is the longest relationship I've been in. So basically once we hit eight after eight months, it was officially the longest relationship I'd ever right. been in. So I also, you know, there were things I just didn't know until I was with somebody long enough. And when mm-hmm. I started living with somebody, it's sort of like it's like you don't know your deal breakers until you're kind of in it. Right. And so I guess the, that's what I'm sort of wondering, you know, in that process of being together. And then, of course, monkey wrench pandemic thrown in. Yes. You know, when you start being with somebody right. early on, you know, what was that learning curve like and how so, quickly did that come? So I've always been to a fault, non-confrontational, passive aggressive, which, again, <laughs> no. comes from having a chaotic home as a kid all you want is for shit to not be crazy and you don't Mm -hmm. want the attention on you so you just keep things copacetic you ignore things what so i worked so actively on not doing that i would call out any pink Hmm. flag any (laughs) magenta flag any flag with a just a a flush of blush i would call out (laughs) and it was not easy and i would cry i would literally like sit in front of ben and my eyes would just start streaming and i'd be like i know i'm sorry this is hard for me but i need to i need to ask you something like and he would be really sweet and understanding and we would Mm. communicate and 
that was a lesson for me in, again, expressing my needs. Mm-hmm. And I would say, because I was always like, oh, I don't want to be the crazy one. I don't mm-hmm, want to. Mm-hmm. But I just said, no, I'm not being crazy. These are needs. I ha- It's valid of me to have these needs. I need you to talk to me about this. I need assurance, whatever it is. And he would provide it. Mm-hmm. And then also building true intimacy, which, again, I realized through therapy, I did not have in my first marriage mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Honestly, wow. I don't even know if I've ever had it. I thought I did, but yeah. I didn't. So building true intimacy with Ben was something that I worked very hard on. And if someone's interested in that, literally Google building intimacy. like Because <laughs> that's where I started. My therapist was talking to me about it. And I'm just like, how do you build intimacy? I don't even know what you do. Like, So I would just really actively work on that as well. Wait, how and, do you? Yeah, tell us how. Yeah. Tell us how. We'll take some notes. Well, <laughs> how do we build intimacy? It, it's interesting. Again, it's a dance. Because if you go too quick... It's mm-hmm. a red flag. It could be detrimental. So you don't want to say on the first date, my mother never loved me. And then you bond, trauma, bond, whatever. Like, <laughs> right, no. right, right. But it's, it's, it's about building respect for each other, building your trust with each other, being vulnerable, and sh- expressing the vulnerability and sharing those moments of vulnerability and understanding each other. I know it sounds very vague, but... No, no, it, we, I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it, it's just a, it's a process. And, and it's funny, I'm actually working on a show right now about how to get a second husband. And I cover <laughs> a lot of this in it. And because I, I, people always say, you know, how'd you do this? How, whatever. And I was like, when do you cry in front of you, the person you're dating for the first time? Mm-hmm. What is, what is that nuanced time? I say one to two months. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. As an expert, but uh-huh, uh-huh. it's different for everybody. It's different for everybody. But I feel like building intimacy, you build up to the crying. I see what you're saying. You don't just cry on the first day and ex- tell, tell him everything that happened to you and, you know, get. You build up to the crying. Right, right. So yeah. you're saying like date 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's known 10. as the crying date. The crying yeah. date. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, now, yeah. that's a movie we should have made. <laughs> the crying Instead date. of the other one, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, by 11, you should. Yeah, I see. Well, that's, I mean, I, I think that is the difference, Naomi, between with you and me but uh, and all my other relationships was yeah. that, like, we did do that stuff. We are vulnerable around each other in a way that I wasn't with other women. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I certainly didn't wait. <laughs> I didn't wait to cry. You know what I mean? Like, it was V tumultuous. Yeah. We say this a lot on the pod, so we don't need to get into it, but it was V tumultuous yeah. early on. Yeah. But I will say, yeah, and I think, like, it is interesting because I will say that, like, having that intimacy is what I value the most. Mm-hmm. Like the idea of another human is like really kind of turns my stomach. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, like the yes. idea of like tr- being with somebody, I was like, uh, like, or when you said that, like, you know, when you're talking about, like, you know, having visions of your ex's funeral, I can't even, I can't even allow the concept of Andrew not living forever. Do you know what Same. I mean? Or like living no, no, no. me. It makes me very upset immediately. I, and that's how I know that I love yes. him. I was folding <laughs> Ben's underwear last night. And we oh my take God, turns already, doing laundry. Already. We ta- no, we take turns. We take turns. We're very, uh, you know, equal. And I remember being like, imagine if he's gone and I see this. I like started crying. I am a hormonal pregnant lady. I am pregnant right now. But I was just like, oh my God, he can't leave ever. He can't yeah. go anywhere. Like I'm like, I can't. He can't not be alive while I'm looking at these underwear. <laughs> it was like stressing me out, the thought. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got to go first. I can't handle. I, I, it's got to be me that goes first. I won't be able to handle oh my God. the other no, no, way. No, no, I can't no. even say it. 
I know no, we no. can't even say it. It's I can't not even say happen. it either. That's why I'm like trying to eat better so that I don't go first. <laughs> we're yeah, racing. We're, we're racing to like get be- to like be healthier so that we force like yeah. Hey, we're that's like, a beautiful I- reason though. That's a beautiful reason to to take your health into your hands. I don't I want him to have to wipe my butt. Yeah, and I just feel like I am definitely gonna be of the way we live now. I the will wiper. be the first one to need assistance. Yeah. I will need assistance mm-hmm. and I don't want that to happen. <laughs> yeah. I would do that. You would. I know you would. And that's beautiful because I feel like, you know, you've damn near done it several times now. <laughs> yeah. Up to now, you know, in terms of like getting me out of bed. Getting me oh, together, well, yes. you know. Uh, her, her back, our mattress is terrible. Mm. Oh, and also depression. Oh. So two yeah. reasons sometimes. We got to get you a topper. I just got a new mattress topper. It changed Girl, I bought a top. Nope. Yeah, I bought yeah, a no. topper. The topper did when not I tell work. you I bought three toppers. <laughs> yeah. One I had to donate after I used it. The other one I was able to return. The other one we kept on the bed and actually realized it was terrible. Can we get into questions? Wait. Uh, okay. Because there's, okay. there's a couple of more things I, I'm curious okay. about. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. Ben is Jewish. Uh-huh. Was... And you have converted since. Yes. Right? Was that a discussion oh, at God, all? I forgot about that. Or Absolutely. Did you, or did you want to? Or was so, it like, like, this like, is Project like, Husband, I, mean, like, I like, will do what yeah. Did you feel something inside where you like found out about it? Or was it like, oh, well, his family wants me to be Jewish. Oh, no. They absolutely did not care or pressure me in any way. Ben did not is e- at all oh. either. It was more so that I love having a spiritual practice in my life, but I have always felt that the current one that I was brought up in, which is Catholicism, just didn't suit me. So I wanted, I was very interested in something else. And Reform Judaism to me absolutely ticks all the boxes because there's a lot of the same elements, but also some of the things I don't like about Christianity and Catholicism are removed. Uh, Some Mm. of those being rabbis can be women. Mm -hmm. Rabbis can have families and they can fuck. And I love (laughs) that in Judaism, fucking is great and celebrated (laughs) and discussed. You aren't shamed about it because that was what I grew up in was the sex shamey culture of just you're going to hell if somebody fingers you and then the shame (laughs) that all women feel. And I I just I hated that. So that is absolutely removed in Reform Judaism. And I also just love that there is no hell and brimstone and shaming and scaring people and no wafers. (laughs) <laughs> and no wafers. No dry ass ra- wafers. No dry ass wafers. So all of those things, I really, they appealed to me. Mm-hmm. And really what it came down to was, again, we wanted, I told Ben I wanted children. He said he wanted children. And, I, and, and he said, I do want to raise my children Jewish. And I said, that's fine. That's wonderful. Then I want to be a part of it. Because right. I felt personally, right. I didn't want them to be like, well, why doesn't mommy believe what we believe? Why doesn't mommy do what we do. I, did, I felt it would be a disconnect for me to be like, okay, y'all go to Temple. I'm going to stay home and watch Drag Race. That sounds um, great. Or <laughs> you're going to do, do, you're right. Or you're going to do your bar mitzvah and I won't be able to stand on the stage and hold the Torah and pass it to you. Uh, I wanted to be involved. And yes. and so that was something he discussed with me. And, and so I said, well, then I want to, I want to convert. I want to be involved. They had, they didn't pressure me at all. They weren't expecting okay. me to at all. It was, uh, it was uh, a little icing on the cake that is getting, mm. Me as a daughter-in-law, you know, um, and I'm so happy that I did it. It, I, it absolutely yeah. fulfilled what I was looking for, yeah. and I've had the most wonderful time being a Jewess. Yeah, you went from shiksa to mikvah. Yes, we exactly. love it. I mikvah in the river in Austin, naked. Oh yeah, that's okay. Yes, that's the story I remember. Yeah, what yes. a time to be alive. Wait, yes. how cold was it? <laughs> Well, this was a few days before the freeze, which is why we had to move it up. 
so it wasn't it was cold but it wasn't cold enough to where i was gonna die or something okay yeah okay. but you were comfortable going into any river naked for any reason She's i've a actually hottie. no i've been extremely never nude my whole life oh really but i actually dropped that i got rid of it and i walk around naked and like do pelvic thrusts with my pregnant belly like every night now <laughs> i just i just got over that so nobody saw me though I made mean? everybody turn around when I got oh. in my mikvah water. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Wait, how many people were there? Fifteen. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> the, ra- the rabbi and two of her assistants and Ben and me. But we were in a public park and there were people around. But <laughs> we waited for them to kind of walk away. And there were some dogs swimming in the water, which <laughs> I actually felt better about. Are they now Jewish? They are, yeah, <laughs> by default, Yeah. <laughs> This is our schnauzer, Moisha. Uh, I did, sorry, in my head when you were talking about the, uh, you watching Drag Race while the rest of the family went to Temple, I was yeah. imagining you eating wafers, eating communion wafers like yeah, Pringles. dipping them in my wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, that was all. I, that's what I was. Curious no, that was about. very good. I'm glad you remembered that. That yeah. is very important. Th- that was yeah. very important, Andrew. Because we talked yeah. about it at the party, but I never got the the real details. Right. And so, like, I was very curious about it. This is a rich yeah, you tapestry. Thought about it. Yeah, I thought about it. Jackie said it wasn't that hard, but I think it's. I think why I'm hesitant is because I don't really feel a connection mm-hmm. to religion. So mm-hmm. I was like, I I don't know if I'm just doing it. Even though I will say. There are elements of Judaism, like I think I particularly appreciate the way Judaism handles death. Mm-hmm. Like I Beautiful. like, I really, really, really prefer that over mm-hmm. the experiences I've had. Mm-hmm. But I also am like, I don't know. I'll I could do it. I just feel so busy <laughs> as it is. Yeah, it's, you know what? It's, it's work for sure. I should give you my book. I had uh, this woman, Sarah Hurwitz, on Attribute. She wrote this beautiful book here all along and it's all about rediscovering her Judaism as an adult and it's so beautiful it talks a lot about there's a whole chapter on the death rituals Mm -hmm. it's a lovely book and it's the first book I read before converting Mm -hmm. and uh, it's just such a beautiful lovely religion and I know you're reformed too right Andy Mm -hmm. yeah it's just a beautiful religion and I'm I'm so happy uh, that it worked out. I feel like I'd always been super curious about Judaism as well. <laughs> and uh, this is, we'll, we'll get into some LA hippie bullshit. I have seen two different psychics in my life that have told me that I live during Egyptian times. Two different okay. ones, different time periods. Of, you okay. know, and, and I assumed that I was like an Egyptian, you know, beautiful Egyptian woman. But now I know that I was a, I was Jewish. I was an Israelite, hmm. and that I was on Mount Sinai with Ben, what? with his family. We were all there. Andy, you were there when Moses comes down. That's where I was in Egyptian times. This is wild. Isn't that interesting? That's wild. Yeah, that is another plane. I can't grasp it, but I love yeah. it for you. I gotta yeah, ask. Yeah. You know, what was manna yeah. like? What was manna like? Okay, <laughs> can we please yes. get to questions? Yes. Why don't we ask some uh, questions? We'll take a quick break, though. And when we get back, we're going to answer some of your advice questions. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Dear listeners, Andy here doing the ad read again, and today we're talking about me undies. As the male half of couples therapy, I was asked to do this one because we're talking about boxers, which, and I hope I'm not breaking any confidences, Naomi does not wear. Now, if you're a podcast listener like me, you've heard plenty of ads for me undies, and frankly, I'd always thought it's underwear. How special can it be? And then I tried them, and friends, it is like wearing magic. It is like wearing a dream. It is so soft, there is nothing earthly I can compare it to. I am embarrassed, absolutely embarrassed to say I'm middle-aged and just finding this out, but the material your underwear is made out of really does make a difference. I won't say where I usually get my boxers from, but for comparison, me undies are like wearing a cloud covered in angel's feathers, and the other ones I wear are like wearing a bear trap smothered in puke. MeUndies got style for everyone, from all black classics to fun expressive prints in sizes extra small to 4XL. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that actually care for their workers. Also, I gotta point this out, there is a particular technology that the folks at MeUndies would like me to discuss. Now, you know Naomi is sex negative and I am sex neutral, so I didn't want to have to say what this technology is, so I asked friend of the show, friend in real life, Mort Burke, to say the phrase. So, okay, here it goes. For any listeners with penises and testicles, I can say medical words, I can say medical words, you might be interested in me undies sophisticated contoured pouch and ball caddy. What's that again, Mort? They're incredibly comfortable contoured pouch and ball caddy. Wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Okay, soft underwear comes in all packages at MeUndies. So to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash therapy. That's MeUndies.com slash therapy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office, okay? I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray. And it is so friggin' soft and comfortable. And it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got and the new t-shirt shop. 
with Jackie Johnson, brand new shiksa. <laughs> Hold on. Sorry. Our dog got up on top of the ottoman. Oh, <laughs> what were you thinking? She wanted me to take us somewhere. I can't, Maybelline. I got to record. Okay. <laughs> I got to record. Just uh, sorry. Safe, our safe dog strong. was on top of the ottoman. It happens. It happens to the best of us. Uh, Jackie, we get questions from mm-hmm. our listeners through all kinds of means, through voicemail, yeah. DMs on Twitter and Instagram, Gmail. This first one comes to us from the gram itself anonymously. Oh, Ooh. scary. Hi, Andy, Naomi, esteemed guest. That's you. you. And mm. fur babies. I am a huge fan of the show and a longtime listener and first time advice seeker. I would like to remain anonymous if possible. Well, there you got you go. your wish. Here is some background context. I work on a remote team with a with colleagues in different cities across the U.S. I have always tried to create a safe space and a tumultuous work environment for everyone on the team. I have also never met any of my teammates in person because I started this position during the pandemic. I have suspected that one of my peers has had feelings for me for a while. Hmm. I like this person as a friend and colleague and want to maintain a friendship and positive working relationship with this person. Last night, the person confirmed that he has feelings for me and would drop everything to be with me if he had a reasonable chance. Oh, my God. Mm. I have been happily married for... Almost the last four years, together with my husband for the last 13. Okay. I thanked this person for his honesty. Mm. I felt like it was really brave for someone to honestly wear their feelings on their sleeve and outwardly express them. I told him I wouldn't be leaving my husband and that I want to remain on good terms with this person as friends and coworkers. We are not in the same city and would not share an office post-pandemic. But what do I do now? Do I tell my husband about this? And if so... What do I tell them? Also, what else do I tell my coworker with the feelings? Please let me know if you have any follow-up questions. Any advice or analysis to help me process the situation is greatly appreciated. Thank you. Blushing smiley emoji. Oh my God. That I don't know if I have an answer. Wow. This is the first time I've been truly stumped. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. 200 yeah. episodes stumped. Finally. I know. Normally I know, you know, normally I come in hot. I have judged yes. quickly. I have opinions. And harshly. Yeah. But this time I really don't know. Jackie, what do you think? My initial thoughts are as women, I'm assuming this is a woman and that might be my detriment. I believe so. As women, we always want to make people feel comfortable, even mm-hmm. when we're uncomfortable. And honestly, I think saying thank you for your honesty was maybe not the right approach because it's inappropriate. <laughs> I think it's inappropriate for someone who you're married, they know you're married, to say, I'm in love with you. I want to, you know, that's a boundary. That's, 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 mm. uh, that's, so I think. I think maybe starting with the the thank you was maybe giving that the person too much credit. Like, really? okay, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm married. This is inappropriate. We're coworkers and we need to still work together. Can you still work with me knowing that that's not going to happen? Okay. I don't know. This is also yeah. a person who's never had a real job. I've never had a corporate <laughs> job. So honestly, I don't know. This might not be my wheelhouse. Well, but I is... do think she should tell the husband. Not you do. Because yes. I don't. I do I don't, too. Okay, because well. why? I don't think we should keep anything from them. It's not like you're you. You didn't cheat or anything. Just saying. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, you, know yeah. what, you know what happened today? This just mm-hmm. it would clear you of any weird feelings That's true. you're having. That's true. Now, yeah. in the last twelve years, has anyone professed their love for you? Absolutely not. Oh, you besides me. 
<laughs> exactly. No one. Has anybody been out here trying to talk to you? No. Like hey. a little, a couple of women have flirted with me, but nothing like. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Who are these people? Uh oh. This is why but I, I can't think, have you out here unattended. But I think knowing, I think knowing that I'm faithful to you, so it's safe. Do you know what I mean? The flirt. Oh yeah, yeah. The flirtation. Yes, it there's is. There's always gonna be. There's always gonna be the other people. I mean, we're all. I don't know. I'm pretty like the thoughts, sexless. the bots. <laughs> Yeah. Bots and bots. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sexless, so yeah. I don't think they're. I don't. I don't give people. They, there's no sense of an opening with yes. me in terms of even flirting. Yeah. Uh, even though I used to be, who I was a flirt, a holic yeah. in my youth, and now yeah, yeah. Whew, get away from me. But, um, you said you think. Tell the husband. Oh, for sure. I think that's one of the. I mean, you see these in dramas all the time, where like someone like kisses the the. Either the wife or the husband in the in the couple. Yeah. Uh, and it's always a heterosexual couple, right? Uh, and then that person uh, keeps it a secret, and then it somehow comes out later. Right. And it's like, well, if it wasn't a big deal, why didn't you tell me? Yep. Yep, 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 yep. I, I think that stuff should always be like, yeah. hey, this guy at work said he was into me. Obviously, I said, you know, right. fuck off. <laughs> or thank you, thank you, and then fuck off. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to let you know. Yes. I mean, it doesn't have to be as as yeah plain spoken as I just said it, but you know. Yeah, because what's the opposite? Not telling him why? Why aren't right. you telling him? Is there something mm-hmm. you're not telling us, hun? Are you into it? Are you considering it? You're I right, mean, but I think you know. I guess my first impulse is not to not tell him as much as I guess I have a follow up question, which is what kind of person is your husband? Because mm-hmm. there are people whose partners are insecure. Yes. People whose partners, you know, don't like it. And then might mm-hmm. spin them out. And so that's yes. why. So, yeah. So it's like, if you think he can, like, not necessarily laugh with you, but understand, like, this is weird and this, that's all it was, right? And not be yes. like, well, what did you say? And but how that's did you managing. Say it? And how did you whatever? That's managing their feelings. The partner, though. Yeah. And yeah. I, d- I don't think that's a good thing to do. Well, you don't want your husband to be scared or sad. Yeah. But, like, you don't want them to be insecure also. That's on him. He's yeah, that's that not that's not own. your yeah that's not your thing if if, right. if your spouse or partner or whatever is that insecure that they can't hear that that's their deal okay well then i'm gonna flip to my next thing <laughs> fair i am curious when you say kind of how to manage this going forward because you live in different states because you know you never you haven't worked with this person physically yeah physically like, yeah in physical proximity what was the dynamic that would create a love connection? I for was him? wondering that myself. Right. Is there like, something we're not being told? Exactly. That's what I'm wondering. Just because, again, if y'all worked in person where, you know, you get into chit chats and yes. do your little thing or whatever. whatever your little you heads can... are both down at the same time, <laughs> snuggled up under those files. <laughs> You've never had a job. Never. Jackie snuggled up never. under files. She's like, what's, your, what's in an office? Files. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a cabinet and they keep papers in it. Uh, there's a room just full of pens. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the pen room and your hands touch. Yes. Um, a, a slight brush of the hands in the pen room. <laughs> but... I, but because that isn't the dynamic where, you know, you do, you can get to know somebody a little better mm-hmm. personally uh, than you can online. Sort of what has your interaction with this person been? Because I think that will also determine, as you said, you know, kind of because also not just that you said you had a feeling this person was into you. Mm-hmm. So that means there was also some sort of vibe 
Was over there Zoom. some side chat going on in the this Zoom? Is, this is what we're talking about. This is what I'm talking about. Well, you, we don't know. What I was imagining, by the way, was that, like, you know, the guy has a blurred out background on Zoom mm-hmm. in these meetings and stuff. But if you would unblur it, it would just be pictures of her that mm-hmm. he printed <laughs> out Drew, yeah, all well, over the wall. Like, I don't necessarily. superimposed her head on a wedding photo with him <laughs> and children. They mixed their DNA and made children. And written in blood is his first name with her last name. Yeah. Like all over. Yeah. Like he's practicing it. Yeah. His notebook. But, uh, but what but, were you going to say though? You don't but think. But I'm just saying that like I, maybe she just felt the vibe but didn't encourage it. No, I'm not implying she encouraged any vibe as much as I'm trying to get a sense of what their work dynamic is as it relates to the ability to continue to work together moving forward. Yes. You know, like, is this somebody you have to call up a lot and chit chat and oh, I see. you see what I'm saying? Like, is, you know, yeah, because again, because I would think on its face being not in the same place, you it would be easy, as she said, to kind of just, you know, keep it pushing. Right. But is something like is the way y'all work together something that requires it to be a little more close, a little more interactive? Yeah, because my initial instinct was pretend it never happened mm-hmm. in terms of how you interact with each other. Yeah. Yeah, huh? You but know, like, I really did like your suggestion, which was like, "I'm married. This is never going to happen," and end it there. Like, I I do like think that like, oh, thank you. I I get the empathy that yeah, the, of course. the writer is mm-hmm. uh, is feeling where it's like, oh, it, it took a lot for this person to say this. Maybe, it, but maybe it didn't. Maybe the guy's just a but creep. I feel like something shouldn't be said. Yes, yeah, and, and yeah. that you're right about that. I think yeah. I think it was totally inappropriate. Yeah. I mean, especially yeah, especially when she's like, I have been married and with my partner for 13 years. This right. Like, okay, why? Yeah, it's like, is, it'd be different if... That'd be like if I called what? y'all up and I said, Naomi, I want you to leave Andy for me. I'm feeling it and this is it for me. You'd be like, what? Girl. I'd be like, girl, hush. Read you those know. DMs. Read those DMs later. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's like, yeah, I think it's, I think it's that. And I think like... um. And again, you're right. This is managing. This is like, you know, and this is maybe because I'm a bit of a pessimist or I watch too much Lifetime. Because, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I also have a podcast on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am worried about this man becoming an asshole now yeah. that he's been rejected. Yep. And that is something to me that that is like my first impulse is yep. that if she tries to just do what you're saying, which is like pretend it never happened, continue to be professional. He's His gonna do ego stuff. is now bruised. His fragile, fragile little baby male ego. <laughs> Well, what about this then? Hire a hitman to kill the guy. Okay, wow. he's just going to be wow. a problem in the future. He's a problem. Let's just nip the bud. Yeah. What is it? Nip it in the bud. <laughs> he's the he's bud. a loose end. Let's just dip the bud in the front. That's yep. the phrase, right? I feel like I, I don't know the market, but I feel like a hitman would be very expensive. Absolutely. Just a thought. Especially Absolutely. a thorough, a thorough, clean job. A clean job that won't come back to you? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know if it's worth that. Uh, maybe well, HR like could get involved. Uh, is there a record of all of these feelings and things? I don't know. Again, never had a job. How does it work? <laughs> we, file, we file a complaint. Yeah, 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 we, yeah. You we, go to the water cooler and mm-hmm. you file a complaint with the yeah, water yeah. cooler. You yeah. speak uh-huh. to the water cooler and you... Tell right. it that you're unhappy. And right. Then, exactly. then you make copies of your ass on the copier. Yeah, you know that's yes. right. <laughs> I know that much. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, maybe be a little more direct with this with this dude if you have to work with him a lot. Yep. 
if you have to continue to engage. If not, maybe you can do the kind of like pretend it didn't happen. If he gets any more aggressive, go straight to HR or something. See, and I was going to say this actually. Right before you said that, I'm like, you might want to go to HR Oh. Just oh. to have a record that yes. this has happened. Yeah, you don't have to be Put like he's in trouble. Trial, honey, get, get that on file, honey. Mm-hmm. Get it on file, honey. Paper trails don't lie. Exactly. If you go and you're like, hey, this was said to me. You know, he doesn't like. I'm not trying to get him fired. I just need y'all to know this record. Yes, you want to do that because who knows? As we said, egos, you know, are delicate. And I think, to, I think for me, what's pinging me is the intensity of he will leave it all behind. Yeah. For me, there's one thing to be like, I love you and I want to be felt, with you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Jackie. Mm. There's a drama there. There's yes. a drama to that phraseology. There, there is a drama. I'm so curious how that built up. I know. I know. I'm dying to know. I'm like, how did this person become Did a- he make all of that up in his head? Like... Right, exactly. Because, but that, yeah, it does oh, depend yeah, on the Because that's person. real, like, flavors of someone with, like, one of those, like, boards with red string. In yeah, 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 murder mm-hmm. board energy. I mean, especially, I mean, it, it's true, though. It can happen when somebody, especially, like, is, you know, lonely or mm-hmm. socially unskilled, you know. Yes. When someone is like nice to them, you know, or yes. just pay attention, suddenly it can make them feel like, oh, my God, this is real, right? Yep. And it's yep. like. Especially over a pandemic where we're isolated and yeah. confused and yeah. Yep. yep sure. Yep, yep. All of this stuff. And, and I agree with all the stuff if it wasn't this work thing. And that's the thing that I think going back again, Jackie, to like it was really inappropriate for that person to say that yeah. in the first mm-hmm. place. Yep. And so I, I, and that's just, that's what I keep going back to in my head, which is like, oh, yeah. that Like at first I was like, oh, that seemed appropriate or the, for the, you know, the. The woman to say the that response, to him. I'm like, yeah, thank you. Like, like the, the yeah. uh, response. But then I'm like, uh, oh, that's fucking weird. Right. Mm-hmm. That would, it's weird for anyone at any job to say that to someone else. Yes. Right. Okay. I think we've handled that one. Yes. We've right. got another one for you, Jackie. Okay. All right. This one comes to us. This is a voicemail, Naomi. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Naomi, what is that? What is that number? 323-524-7839. Saving the number for my future needs. Hi, Naomi and Angie. My name is Sam, and I'm 24 from Virginia, and I'm calling today to ask advice on whether or not I should break up an engagement. So, long story short, my first and only ever boyfriend and I dated for three years, and we were really serious, but he dumped me 100% out of the blue in December of 2020. Take my word when I say he turned out to be a really bad guy. So, After he dumped me, I immediately began therapy, never spoke to him or anyone from his life ever again. Mm -hmm. Shout out to me. But um, (laughs) this was easier to do because we had met online, so no mutual friends really. And I was 24. All of his friends were like 27 or older. But the thing is, his best friend has since proposed to his girlfriend, and I know that he cheated on her. My boyfriend would tell me about how he had sex with an older woman at his work. They worked together, but my boyfriend even saw full nudes of this woman, so I feel like I have secondhand proof. But even worse than that, I went out with them and a female coworker of theirs, thinking everything was copacetic, but they made out and danced together, and he was begging to go home with her right in front of my face. I never felt like I could say anything. And I was really afraid of what my boyfriend would do, but he always told me it was out of his control. Major red flag. I know this in hindsight. Yikes. Mm -hmm. But we always went on double dates with them. She was really nice. I just 
like never felt comfortable enough telling her because of our age difference. But now that I saw online that they got engaged and it's been guilting me since I got out of my relationship in the first place, I don't know. I just, I saw the cheater out at a bar this weekend without his girlfriend and now I can't stop thinking about it. And everyone I talk to tells me I should just do it and it's not ruining her life. It's going to make it better, but I just can't help but worry that I'm going to look like a crazy ex and she'll stay with him just because they've been together for so long. So anyways, any advice will be cherished. I love you all so, so much. Bye-bye. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I, yes. Uh, So obviously I listened to a little bit of these and I listened to the, should I break it up an engagement? And I was like, oh, this is going to be an easy one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I do. And then I stopped listening after that. Um, Because I noticed, because, you know, the title, he'll do like a little quick title. mm -hmm. It says, advice, break up an engagement. Not my engagement. Mm -hmm, It's mm -hmm. an engagement. I said, I need to know more. Immediately. I could not wait. I I was like, in my head, I was like, well, just listening up to that, I'm like, well, obviously no. Right? And then I'm like, hearing the rest of it, I'm like, uh... I don't, I'm actually again like like you were the first time I'm stumped, Naomi. Well, it's stumped. just so hard because. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right, I know, yeah, I know. Exactly. I, my impulse though is uh, to me, no. it's it's mind your business yeah. slash. This could be very helpful and really save somebody a lot of paperwork someday. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pain and paperwork, Eddie. So it's a hard call. I My advice is to put yourself in the shoes of the woman that you want to contact. Would you want to know or would you not want to know? Because there's two different people out there. Well, I think it's also it's not it's partially that. Do you want to know? Do you not want to know? But also like, would you want to hear it from your fiancés, friends, ex-former girlfriend. girlfriend. Right, right, That's right. the question. Because, because will I think, she even take it seriously coming exactly, from her? Yeah. Exactly. Um, especially, you know, again, you haven't talked to your ex or any of these people in over a year. Um, I also assume that is partially because it was not an amicable breakup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so we mm-hmm. also don't know what version of the story he has told other people. Yes. Which, again, living your life, we don't care. We don't care yes. what he said. Yes. But in terms of reaching out specifically to someone from his friend group, Right. That does matter a little 100%. bit. A hundred percent. And so it is, I think it's, I I totally hear you and I feel you when you're like, I know this stuff about this person and it feels gross to, you know, know it and, you know, watch somebody be like, I'm in love. And it's like, girl, did you know he ain't shit? Right. You know, it's very hard. Um, but I I think it might be best not to. Right. I also think that, you know, again, coming back to my Lifetime movies, you know what a lot of people do in Lifetime movies is they will hire someone to take pictures of someone making out with someone else. Uh-huh. I was going to suggest that. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I partly, I was like, that's crazy to do. But like, if you really wanted to, you could hire a private eye to follow the again, shit back these around. Again, hiring these outsourcing <laughs> people. Damn, we Andy, your budget. Your budget we support is the gig. We support the gig economy. Yes, okay, Jackie? And we I say see that. Independent cr- contractors need work. <laughs> yes. yes. Look, a private eye costs so much less than a hitman. So true. always, yes. early on, you Start want to there. intervene with a private eye before Absolutely. you have to yep. hire 
a murderer. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and yeah, just like anonymously mail some pictures or a video. Like if you see it happening out. If you said you ran into him and he was out, then you might be able to catch a little snap. Yes. Or anonymously send them the link to this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And y'all would get another download from it. which. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, she'd send it to everybody she knew. So that would be another few. Exactly. That would be helpful. I I think talking with Naomi about this and rationalizing it, (laughs) it, everything is a case by case basis. You've cut this person out of your life. You've moved on. You want to help out, but at the same time, you're this is old news for you. You have to leave this energy. That's it's not true. worth getting reinvolved and dragging into it. Unfortunately, <sighs> yeah. she's she's gonna find out. She is. She's gonna find she out. She might eventually. know already. Again, that's the thing too. She yeah. might already know. Um yeah. so I think you just have to try to let it release it. Yeah. Yeah. This, in this case. Yes. Or specifically this case. Make a fake Instagram and send the pictures from that and then delete the account. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's the other option. Exactly. Yes. I think it's like, yeah, and I think, you know, yeah, I just don't think it's your place and you have to just let go of the guilt as best you can. Right. Right. Totes. Because it's, it's not your guilt. You didn't do anything wrong. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, but also it's interesting when you say, when she said, uh, Sam was like, well, I always felt nervous about saying something because of the age difference. Because obviously she's a little bit older yes. than our caller. I mean, three years. I know, three, four years. I'm like, girl, had any yeah, yeah. sisterhood is sisterhood. Yes, yes. You have to tell somebody when you've yes. seen it. When you've yes. seen it go wrong. But I definitely get that i just think yeah i think it's gonna i think it's gonna cause some drama too which with you and your ex yeah well okay here's a question have either of you been in either the caller's shoes or the woman's shoes and what would you have wanted to do or what did you do in either no of those i cases? always want to be told okay after the shit i've seen in my life i'd rather know interesting yeah See, yeah and i would rather not uh tell yeah. I wouldn't be the one to tell. I don't want to be the one to tell because I yeah. think that um, I'm going to ruin a friendship mm-hmm. that I have because I think, one, there's the kill the messenger of it. Yes, you know? of course. Um, and then also, like, once I know and you know I know, mm-hmm. if you choose to stay with that person, you and I are ne- – like, it's not going to be the same, right? Yes. Because I'm going to be the person who knows yes. the truth. And I can even say, live your life. I don't care. But if I know it – it's going to be real bad, you yes. know? It's going to be awkward for sure. Exactly. And I don't think this can be, the friendship can stay the same at that point. So I just feel like I would rather just be like, hey, they're going to find out when they find out. Right. And they will. Yeah. He's will. obviously not being too slick about Thank it. Thank you. He out so, in the streets at, yes, the, at the bar? At the bar with the, yeah. So don't worry. Justice will be served. <laughs> I just want everyone to know I had to go get Mabel. She was standing on the back of the couch, whimpering. I didn't somehow, hear it. I couldn't hear her. Somehow she, she got up there. Ear. He's as an eagle ear. was good. He's a good father. Because, yeah. yeah, she was up there on the edge of the couch. And her little tiny ass cage up the wheel. <laughs> yeah. So it's she like, she's stuck. stuck. And she's like, mm-hmm. 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 Was like little girl. You a dumb, dumb Maybelline. Um, <laughs> but she's still in remission from her cancer, sharing <gasps> that lovely news. Oh, yay. Jackie, did anyone ever tell you like about one of your like shitty exes? I was warned a lot and I okay. ignored them all uh-huh. because I would say, hey, I was told this and he'd go, she's crazy. 
Yep. Or she's uh, jealous. That's what happens. That's what exactly. Exactly. And, and I, was I think that's what would happen. And like, it, you know. I think that's what would happen with this person exactly, because she is the ex boy. Like, I think it'd be like she's just trying she's to call. She's trying some- to meddle in our shit and fuck with us. Yeah, exactly. Our love's too pure, babe. Yeah. <laughs> she's trying to like you know piss in it. Ew. Well, I'm just I'm putting myself in the face of this. Uh, so you're yeah that guy shit. yeah that yeah. guy's not very yeah. bright. Gen yeah. Xers love to talk about piss. This one <laughs> loves piss. It's yeah, his yeah. favorite specific. <laughs> Any and all times, it is about piss. Mm-hmm. Good to know for next mm. time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come in hot with the piss talk. It's I'm pregnant. Like, I could talk about pee all day. <laughs> it, uh, if like someone follows me on Twitter because of Naomi, the mm-hmm. minute I like tweet a piss joke, they're out. That's yeah, like <laughs> I know. I'm always like, all right, go ahead. Yeah. We're very different. A lot of piss jokes on this feed. Oh my god. Uh, Jackie, Jackie. Jackie. We've, we've Jackie. covered a lot. Jackie, this Jackie. was a dang delight. Yeah. What a journey. What Do a y'all journey. always get this deep? If we can. I figured it was all going to be jokes. I thought we were going to talk about your damn chroma cleanse that you invented. <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about dogs. Oh, my no, goodness. No, 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 honey. No, no, no. That's not what we do. Well, that's <laughs> I ain't spending my time trying to hear about nonsense. We got to get in there. I'm glad well, we I'm going to go to bed. Yes. Also, I'm going to go to bed, Jackie. Yes, we need naps. I'm like I'm very much like a pregnant woman. Yes. You know, in that I need a lot of naps and I eat for two. Yep. <laughs> so I really just respect and relate yes. to your yep. journey. Yep. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. You are the best in the game. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. 